It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, here we are, another edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. What's going on, everybody? Matt Derry with you on this Monday, November 27th into Tuesday, November 28th. The Lions hanging on for dear life trying to get into the playoffs. Did not get a lot of help yesterday with the Falcons winning. Uh, among other teams, the Seahawks winning, among other teams, the Panthers winning, among other teams, all teams the Lions are chasing right now for that last wild card spot as the Lions sit at 6-5. and five. A lot of season to go. We'll get into it right here on Locked On Lions. Matt Derry with you. Thanks for listening right here on Megaphone.fm. If you subscribe on iTunes, thank you for doing that. Whether you're on Spotify or the Amazon Alexa, uh, thank you for listening right here on Locked On Lions. It is another week as we played it here on this Monday into Tuesday. And I'm going to get right into it right away because a couple of guys need to be called out for what took place on Thursday on Thanksgiving Day as the Lions lost to the Minnesota Vikings and came up short once again in a big game. But the Lions leadership needs to take a good hard look at itself and realize that some of the finger pointing that is going on and people blaming Matthew Stafford and people blaming the defense and people blaming uh, the running game. Bob Quinn and Jim Caldwell are the captains of this ship and they're not doing a good enough job. And if you watched a lot of the Sunday NFL games and you caught a lot of the action, um, you, you see rookies flying around all over the place. This is a rookie class chock full of running backs. The Lions don't have a running back. They don't. And, the, and it's chock full of guys flying around on defense. And the Lions don't really still have that either. And it's disappointing. And people want Jim Caldwell, you know, fired, and people want Jim Caldwell gone, and he just got a contract extension. Let's talk about Bob Quinn for a second. By the way, you can get a hold of me via Twitter at Derry Speaks, D E R Y Speaks on Twitter, with the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. We will get into some transactions. A big loss for the Lions on defense with an injury to Tavon Wilson. We'll tell you about that. Jim Caldwell spoke at his press conference today. We'll tell you what he had to say and how he just continues to pick on and be mean and nasty to a beat writer, which is is beneath a really, really good guy in Jim Caldwell, who I don't know why he feels the need to be snide and rude to somebody, but I want to play you that audio. And, 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 and explain how I think that's pretty gross, too. Today is not a positive day. The Lions are in big trouble. They are three games back in the division of the 9-2 and two Vikings after Minnesota beat them on Thanksgiving Day. There are five games to play. The Vikings aren't coughing up this division. And the Lions had a chance to take a hold of this division and possibly win this division on Thursday. And they failed to do so because, once again, they were out... Uh, to a deficit early in the game against Minnesota and could not climb their way back in again. And Caldwell took the blame for it today, and he should, 
because this team comes out slow every single week and has to force Matthew Stafford to be Superman to mount these great comebacks. And he did so against bad teams two of the last three weeks in Cleveland and Chicago, but against a good team at home in front of a packed house and a Jason Derulo. The Lions uh, gagged away a chance to win the division with Aaron Rodgers on the sidelines. It's sad. But this team isn't good enough. And I've said for a while I thought they were good enough. And I was wrong. And I'll point the finger at myself. I was a believer that this team had enough talent to win this division. But see, here's the thing about the maestro Bob Quinn. Well, he has been lauded. Lauded for his 2016 draft. His 27 draft, uh, 2017 draft sucks. Flat out. And you could sit there and go, oh, you know, Jared, da- Jared Davis. Pro Football Focus actually gave Jared Davis a good grade for Thursday. But Jared Davis is inferior to other rookies playing his position. Zach Cunningham, inside linebacker for the Houston Texans, taken after Jared Davis, is a better football player. Reuben Foster, passed up by Bob Quinn, playing inside linebacker for the San Francisco 49ers, is a better football player. And you go up and down the list of these players that I'm talking about. Anybody watch Buda Baker yesterday, the safety for the Cardinals against the Jaguars? Oh, well, come on, Derry, you can't say the Lions would have drafted Buda Baker. Move up and take him. Dude's a beast. A beast. And there are so many running backs in this in the in this draft. Guys in the late rounds. I mentioned yesterday on Twitter Marlon Mack, uh Kareem Hunt. The list goes on and on. And the Lions took Tease Tabor in the second round. The Lions' first two draft picks this season have done nothing. I know Jared Davis starts and he's out there and he's trying hard and he seems like a good guy. It's not good yet. And the Lions need an edge rusher in the worst way. And here's Carl Lawson from the Cincinnati Bengals just just getting it done and carving people up week after week. And the Lions took Tease Tabor instead. Instead of Carl Law. I mean, the list goes on and on. I like Kenny Galladay and I like Jamal Agnew. The rest, whatever. They passed up numerous running backs to take Jalen Reeves-Maben in the fourth round. And, and, and you look at some of these guys that, that are playing for these teams, even in their own division. Eddie Jackson, the safety for the Bears. God, the guy's all over the place. What about, you know, they took Tease Tabor. Why not take Desmond King, the kid from Detroit Crockett and Iowa? You could have had him later. The list goes on and on of these rookies that are really, really good. In this draft, you know, it's not happening. There weren't enough good players brought in by Bob Quinn. Rick Wagner, his right tackle, the big free agent signee. He's average. He's been average. Average. Right? And if maybe you didn't sign Rick Wagner in free agency, you could have drafted Ryan Ramchick instead and put him at right tackle because he's lighting it up for the Saints. Uh, You know, I, I hate to pick a scab here, but watch the team play. It's not enough talent out there. Look at New Orleans and why they bypassed the Lions because they drafted really well. There's studs all over the place with Lattimore and Ramchick. The list goes on and on. Marcus Williams, their safety, another another draftee. He's really good. I was watching that Jaguars-Cardinals game yesterday, and I'm going, 
Leonard Fournette, beast. And I'm not saying the Lions could have had him. He was drafted seventh. But you know what? The, this running back class is just loaded with all these guys that are playing. Mid to late round guys, early round guys, you name it. The Lions still don't have a running game or a running back. Well, Amir Abdullah is still... No! Get rid of these Martin Mayhew guys. Why'd you resign? Why'd you give Eric Ebron? Why'd you pick up his option, Bob? And I'm a, and I have said it. I, I I like Bob Quinn, but I'm sorry. There's not enough talent on this team, and that's on him. Giving Ebron the extension, or at least, and I know they can cut him after this year. I get that, but you know what? Your other tight ends are dropping the rock too. Michael Roberts is is he's tall. He does. What does he do? Darren Fells, I liked him early. Now he drops a pass in the end zone every week. There's not enough talent on this team. And that's on the general manager. Everybody and their mother knew they needed a running back. This running back class is loaded. Every week there's a new rookie running back doing something in this league. Right? Tons of them all over the place. They're not here. Not on this team. Derry speaks on Twitter and the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. Your comments are welcome. It was it Thomas Cavanaugh sent me this tweet? I want I want, I want to give Thomas full marks for this because he's the one that sent me this list. Um, Fournette, McCaffrey, Cook, Mixon, Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara is lighting it up for the Saints. Could you imagine him here? He's a third rounder. Yeah, but we got Tease Tabor. Kareem Hunt, third-round pick. James Conner, Tariq Cohen, lit the Lions up, another one. Marlon Mack, who I've mentioned. Wayne Goldman's getting some run. The list goes on and on. It does. You know, your first two picks have done nothing. And yes, Jared Davis is an upgrade from DeAndre, uh, Jared Davis is an upgrade from DeAndre Levy. So am I. If you put me in pads from Levy from the last couple of years, Lockdown Podcast Network. Do not forget if you want to advertise with us, if you want to join us, please send me an email at Derry Speaks D E R Y Speaks at gmail dot com. We reach uh, about ninety seven percent of men on this podcast, and if our demographic is men twenty five to fifty four. If you want to join in like Freddie the Pizza Man did, like Tim Lenhardt at Lenhardt Financial Services did, like Jason Strat at Remax uh, Suburban did, sponsors that we've had, join in. All right? We're reaching a lot of men in this Metro Detroit area that love the Lions. Send me an email at DerrySpeaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, at gmail.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. All right, so the Lions are getting ready for the Baltimore Ravens this coming weekend. Baltimore hosting the Houston Texans for Monday Night Football tonight. A golden opportunity here for the Lions to play two bad teams on the road the next couple of weeks in the Ravens and the Tampa Bay Bucks. The season's not over by any stretch of the imagination. It's not. They're 6-5. and five. They're there. The schedule is the easiest in the NFL the rest of the way. 
They're not going to face a single team with a, uh, a winning record the rest of the way. And, you know, this team should win games the rest of the way. When you talk about Baltimore and you talk about uh, Tampa Bay, the Ravens tonight are hosting the Texans, like I said. Baltimore currently sitting at 5-5. Five and five. Then they get Tampa Bay. The Bucks are 4-7. and seven. Right? Then they get the Bears, who are 3-8. and eight. The Bengals, who stink, 5-6. and six. And then Green Bay, who played well last night. And that, boy, Brett Hundley really looked good last night, I'll be honest. At 5-6. and six. You should win your next five and hope and pray that the likes of the Falcons, the Panthers, uh, lose games. Because those teams own the tiebreakers, tiebreakers over the Lions because the Lions couldn't beat them. And I know the Lions got hosed in the Falcons game. I get that. But this is a football team right now teetering at mediocrity at 6-5. and five. And like I said before, I just don't see enough talent. Ziggy, if I'm Bob Quinn, once the season ends, Ziggy Ansa, goodbye. Goodbye. Let him walk. But again, you didn't draft a defensive end in the draft. You didn't take a rush end. So you're behind the eight ball. I would have taken a defensive end in the sixth round, but you wasted a pick on Brad Kaya. Huh? Oh, well, Jeremiah Ledbetter was a DN in college. Well, he's a defensive tackle now, and he doesn't do anything. It's just frustrating. It's very frustrating if you're a Lions fan. Like I said, and, and uh, let me look at this. Uh, I just saw this. The PFF, the Pro Football Focus Midseason All-Rookie Team. Sean Watson, Kareem Hunt, Cooper Cup, Juju Smith-Schuster, Christian McCaffrey, Evan Ingram, Garrett Bowles, Dan Feeney, Pat Elfline, Jermaine Elamunar, Ryan Ramchick on offense. Defense. Uh, Dalvin Tomlinson, Jonathan Allen, Carl Lawson, Miles Garrett, Zach Cunningham, Ruben Foster, <clears throat> Marshawn Lattimore, Tredavious White, Eddie Jackson, Marcus Williams, Desmond King, and the return specialist, I, I would have uh, Jamal Agnew on there because I love him, but he's not on there. Adoree Jackson, special teamer, Buda Baker. No Lions, not one. So we really, we, 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 we lathered up in that Quinn butter for the, his draft last year. Uh, this year, not so much. And I know it's going to take two or three years to judge a draft. Well, the Lions fans, you guys are sick of waiting. You're sick of waiting. They're not waiting in New Orleans right now, are they? That draft was studly. What uh, Mickey Loomis and Sean Payton did in New Orleans. Studly. Let's give you the update on injuries. Tavon Wilson, starting strong safety, going to be done for the rest of the year. Uh, Shoulder surgery, going to undergo shoulder surgery. It's a big loss. He's third on the team in tackles with 55 of them. I think he's really improved this year. Uh, Tavon Wilson from last year and has played pretty well. So he's going to go to uh, injured reserve. The team has activated from the practice squad safety Roland Milligan. They've also activated wide receiver Bradley Marquez from the practice squad of their 53-man uh, roster. Jace Billingsley back, signed to the practice squad. Stefan McClure, a cornerback, signed to the practice squad. And Joe Dahl uh, returned to practice designation. He was on IR uh, now is back to practice, so Joe Dahl likely will be up and added to the roster, to the 53-man roster. Good backup lineman to have back and healthy, but, uh, you know, not good. Bigger role now for Miles Killebrew, uh, as Jim Caldwell alluded to earlier today, but Tavon Wilson needing shoulder surgery. 
I like Killebrew. I think he's a pretty good player, and I think he was part of a pretty good 2016 draft. Hopefully he can step up. I think he's very good against the run. I think he's good in the open field tackling. Not great against the pass. Not maybe as good as Tavon Wilson has been. But I like uh, what I see from Miles Killebrew, and I think he's a pretty good, pretty good young player. The Lions secondary has been their strength defensively all year with the amount of depth that they have there. And with Darius Slay and Glover Quinn having Pro Bowl-type seasons, um, we'll see what Miles Killebrew can do. They've got Charles Washington as another backup, and now they've added uh, Roland Milligan as well. Why don't you take a listen to this earlier today? Jim Caldwell at his Monday press conference. Is this even necessary? Like, this is so unnecessary. We know that Jim Caldwell doesn't seem to like Dave Burkett for some reason from the free press in terms of his questioning, whatever it is. This today is maybe the stupidest thing. When you've lost, when you come off of a big loss like the Lions did on Thursday and missing out on a golden opportunity to knock off the Vikings uh, and, and, and grab control of the division, even though you'd have been a game back, you would have had the tiebreaker. Listen to this exchange as Dave Burkett is asking Caldwell about the signing of Dwight Freeney and getting Freeney in the building so he could talk to him. Take a listen to this. Dwight Freeney, another guy that's here. I know you addressed him briefly after the meeting the other day, but um, now that you had more of a chance to, to talk to him, get him in at least, what, what do you expect from him? What can we expect over these last you know, five games from him? Um, I'm not certain what talking to him has anything to do with it. What do what, you mean by that? What, I have to make sure I get the questions correctly so I make sure I answer them properly. So what? tell me exactly what you meant by that, Dave. Ignore that part. What do you expect to get from him? What, from okay, I understand that. Um, because talking to him wouldn't have gotten much out of him, would you think, other than what you know. Um, guy that's been around, you still got juice. Uh, you take a look, he's, he's been productive any time that he's been on the field. So that audio courtesy of DetroitLions.com, is that, is that not the most ridiculous thing you've ever heard? Seriously. You know what Dave was asking. Dave was saying, since you've had him in the building and you're talking to him, meaning maybe Freeney told Caldwell, hey, I can only go 17 to 20 snaps. Or, my body's breaking down. I can get around the edge and maybe rush the passer for a little bit, but I can't be out there all the time. I'm 37. Dave's trying to get an idea from the conversations that Caldwell has had with Freeney as Dwight's now in the building, which I've been calling for since August, by the way. Another Quinn move that makes no sense. He left this cupboard so bare at defensive end. After the injuries to Hyder and Ziggy never being healthy, Dwight Freeney should have been signed in August. Okay. But but I digress. Why does Caldwell have to be so dicky to Burkett about that? Oh, oh, like our conversations would matter. What's your question? I don't know. You understand the question, Jim. Don't act like a two-year-old because you're not one. You're a bright, bright guy, and you're better than that. Caldwell is, a, is the ultimate gentleman. But being a Richard on a Monday to Dave Burkett, who asked a legitimate question, and you heard Dave say, forget the first part. What are you going to get from him? What do you expect out of him? And then Jim went back for more. That's so weak. This is a football team right now on the outside looking into the playoffs, regressing from a year ago when they made the playoffs. They're probably not going to win the division unless there's some sort of miracle, and they better go on a run here in order to get into the postseason. And you're acting like that? Dave didn't ask a divisive question. Dave didn't ask anything about personnel or, or groupings or play calls. It was a legitimate question. Now that you've had him in the building, you've talked to him, and, and, and you've talked to him. And, and, and Caldwell acted like that. I just find it to be ridiculous and silly. 
Tell you what's not ridiculous and silly. Locked on Pistons with Matt Shook. Check it out on the Locked On Podcast Network. All the NFL teams, all the NBA teams, and you want the latest on the Pistons who play the Celtics on Monday night. Matt Shook brings it to you on Locked On Pistons. It's all right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. It's a must listen. Check it out. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so that'll wrap things up for a Monday into a Tuesday. I'm fired up today. I would love your comments at Dairy Speaks on Twitter and the Matt Dairy Facebook fan page. Uh, Lions are going to be down uh, a safety here the rest of the year with Tavon Wilson. Monday or this Sunday, uh, we'll be watching Monday night's uh, football game with, between the Ravens and Texans, kind of scouting Baltimore a little bit. It's a Ravens team that's nothing special. They'll be off a short week, which is good news for the Lions having to go to Baltimore. But Caldwell and Quinn better get their act together and fast because to me, this team is underachieving and it shouldn't be. And Thursday was very disappointing. And I know the Vikings kind of smacked the Lions a little bit. And Minnesota looks to be superior and everything else. I get that. And I predicted Minnesota would win. But you know what? Wouldn't it have been nice for once to win a big game for the Lions and make a statement? You know, last year at the end of the year, that, that, that Cowboy game, that was a big game. They lost. And that Giants game the week before, that was a big game. They lost. And then Green Bay came in. That was a big game, week 17 for the division. Then they lost. Then they went to Seattle for the playoffs. That was a big game. They lost. And the year before that, when they were making a run, and then the Packers came in, and the game was over. The game was over. Untimed down. They lost. And now this Thanksgiving, the, the, the one that really matters. And I know the game in Minnesota earlier this year was all, counts just the same as the home game. Counts as one. And the Lions won that game, and that was a statement win. But this one meant more. They lost. Carolina came in, lost. Atlanta came in, lost. So now, with these dregs that they're going to face the next five weeks, win them all. That would be a statement. If you get in the playoffs somehow and go on the road and somehow win, there are winnable games out there. There's no world beaters out there. It's not like the Lions got blown out by Minnesota. Maybe I'll see them again. Locked on Lions, Matt Derry for a Monday. See ya. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.